Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Today is the day. The wait list already knows this, but for everyone else, I want you to know too. This is pretty important stuff. I have a brand new coaching offer and enrollment is happening right now. So listen carefully. From now until June 30th, you can enroll as a founding member into the MFR Coaches 12-month business foundation program where you'll create the foundation for your six-figure MFR business. And you heard that right. It's a 12-month program. When you enroll as a founding member by June 30th, you will get these bonuses. My 350-page workbook printed and delivered to your door, instant access to the course portal with all of my digital trainings, materials, and coaching replay calls. You'll also get a payment plan. This program is a $3,000 investment. When you enroll before June 30th, you get the option to make payments at no extra cost to you. Let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect while you're in this program. Starting August 1st, we will have live weekly coaching calls on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central. These calls will run for the entire length of your 12-month program. And you'll be able to catch the replays both in the course portal and on a private podcast channel just for group coaching members. Starting August 1st, you will be invited to join your private Facebook group with other MFR therapists who are on the same mission to create a six-figure MFR business without burning out. You will enjoy all of this for the entire length of 12 months. Create changes in your business and get continued support as you grow and change personally and professionally. Show up to the live calls and get your questions answered and get coached through any dilemma or challenge that presents itself along the way. Get support in the Facebook group and be a part of one of the best communities ever. Use the course portal and listen to the replays from every group I've ever had to help you speed through any problem you might be facing right now and move on to the next thing that you have on your list to tackle. There's zero confusion, zero drama, and zero bullshit. This is a one-time fee, 12 months of awesomeness, and you need to join right now. You have until June 30th to take advantage of the bonus offers, which include the printed workbook sent to your home, instant access to the course portal ahead of the live coaching program start date, which is August 1st, and you get that payment option of three payments. After June 30th, you can still enroll, but you will pay in full and you will not get the workbook sent to your home. So decide you are in now. You spend a lot of money investing in your skill set, 
Now invest in your business and learn how to put those skills to use. Sell MFR, understand how to set your rates, talk to clients and get them the results that they want. Go to www.themfrcoach.com backslash coaching to enroll right now. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another recorded mini-sode episode of the MFR Coaches podcast. This is what we look like on film. Hello, hello, hello. I have one of my clients with me, Donna Height. Donna is a massage therapist, MFR therapist, the owner of Trinity MFR, Trinity Myofascial Release in Austin, Texas. Donna, how the heck are you? Welcome to the program. I, the heck I am doing is absolutely wonderful. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, I'm so excited. Fun. I'm so excited. Fun. Yes. So we, so Donna's coached with me in a couple of different ways. She was one of my original one-on-one clients. And then you were a member of my very first group, right? Like kind of on the tail Mm -hmm. end of your one-on-one coaching when I Mm -hmm. stopped doing one-on-one and went to group and then we took a break and then you came back for coaching in the fall, right? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah, I think we started that. Yeah. Cause it was, you, we, what was it? Did it start in October? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I was doing my T for T and my SES. So I missed like the first couple of calls because I was doing all of that business. So yeah, it was, yeah. I can't remember yeah. how many, of, how much of a break that was though. I'm trying to think like, did you take a break from, okay. So would the that first been, yeah, like coaching would have been in 2021. Mm-hmm. And then I think you had a break until October of 2022. Oh yeah. 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 So that was a big break. Yeah. I was thinking it was the same year, but it was, yeah, it, it was, was almost like about an entire a year. year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Cause like when, you, what you came for coaching for, like when we were doing one-on-one stuff is like kind of different than what you, like you really were kind of methodical about what you were coming for the second round. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, yeah. I mean, so the first time I came, Um, and did private coaching and then rolled into the first group coaching. Um, I had just started my business. Like I, I think I was in business for maybe four weeks when I started coaching with you. So Mm -hmm. I really felt like I needed to have a good firm foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, My misconception is that you were going to do everything and fix me. (laughs) 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 I kind of failed. (laughs) I kind of failed a little bit at the first round of coaching because, um, I literally was a little bitchy when I finished that because I didn't feel like I got what I wanted out of it. Mm -hmm. And, and what I wanted out of it was for you to fix me and for you to fix the problem. And then like, so I, it, it took me a little while to get a little unbutt her. And then I started doing all of the work more, the thought process, the models and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, Oh, yeah, that was all my fucking problem. Like that was all me. <laughs> like, like let's have a moment to look in the mirror and really like have a moment of, oh, like I, I just, you know, I even had a moment of like, I kind of disrespected Heather in that moment because I was expecting her to completely fix everything mm-hmm. for me. And like, n- none of it was on me. None of it had to do with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, so- what I love about that so much is, like the radical responsibility. And I talk Mm -hmm. about this a lot with clients and, and it takes, it takes everybody a different amount of time to understand what that means. And to actually be like, Oh, I could do this. Like I could have radical responsibility for all my results, Mm -hmm. both good and bad. And it's not like the world isn't happening to me. 
Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, which is weird because, you know, I've listened to your podcast. I've read your book I've, on both Kindle and the paper version. Like I've, done, <laughs> I've done all the things. And you, so you think, you know, I would have pulled my head out of my ass and known what to expect when, um, coming for coaching, but I didn't. So then, and then I kind of started getting a little bit more successful and started making a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. And all of that kind of happened in this space of about, you know, four to six months. And I was like, I need to step back into Heather's world and actually pay attention this time and really listen to the coaching and actually get what, I mean, I did get a good amount of information out of that first coaching. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely did because I still pay attention. You know, I still do all of those things. I just didn't get as much of it as I could have. Mm-hmm out of the first one. So, um, the second round was, I feel like where I really started making the changes and mm-hmm. doing the damn things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, taking responsibility for myself and for my actions and my thoughts and really honing in on that and paying attention to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And since then I've just gotten even more successful. So I love that. I love that. I think too, like your whole demeanor changed from like, tell me what to do, but I'm mm-hmm. going to kind of not understand anything you're telling me, right? It was like, I was speaking a different language a little bit to like, I now understand all of the language you're speaking. So don't ever stop talking to me. Tell me everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell, give you feedback for how that's landing. And then I'm going to go do my work. And then, you know, you were just doing all of the work Mm -hmm. and succeeding, right. Instead of doing nothing and then wondering why you, why nothing was happening. So. Exactly. It's kind exactly. of similar, wouldn't you say, to like our MFR clients that come to us wanting us to fix them. I was and just then, thinking that. Yeah. It's like, it's the same thing. Like we're all human. So we, it shows up like this for even mm-hmm. us therapists. Right. But that's why I think that this experience is so valuable because now you can empathize with where those clients are coming from and, and Absolutely. know and trust that like, they will figure it out. I always knew that you would figure it out. <laughs> no matter how frustrated you were with the situation, right? Like, <laughs> I was like, what you say? it's just going to like, it's just going to click. Did. It clicked. It click. absolutely clicked. But I mean, yeah, it took a lot of me pulling my head on my ass, but, and I think that was also seeing more clients and having them, you know, when are you going to fix me or how long is it going to take for you to fix me? And so it was also that of, oh my God, I did that with Heather. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's, it's all been kind of like a, a like a, a come to Jesus moment of what the fuck was I doing? And so, yeah. <laughs> but the cool thing is too, is like, even though you spent time doing that, it really wasn't that long because I see a lot of therapists do this for 10, yeah. 15 years or five years. And then they shut their business down because they can't figure out what's wrong. And it's like, Oh, is it me? Yeah. Am I the problem? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And my business working? I started doing more barfy things like, you know, putting, <laughs> I signed a lease, um, for a thousand square foot space that I, it's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I adore it. I absolutely love my space. Um, and I did have a moment of, am I really going to do this? Is, am I really going to take this entire space for myself? Cause I was going to rent one of the rooms and I thought, no, I want this space to myself. Like I want my clients to be coming in here and like their hour or hour and however long they're in there. Like I have a meditation room that they can come and sit in mm-hmm. before or after their appointments. Like I want them to know that when they walk in the door, no one else is going to walk in. It's just us. And it's kind of their little sanctuary of where they receive what they need to receive. So 
That's really cool. That's so cool. Yeah. How is it? So are you just doing your business now or are you still working other jobs too? I have a, I still have a side job. Okay. Um, for right now. <laughs> is that so much out of necessity or just out of habit now at this point? Um, it's out of, it was out of necessity at the beginning of the year and now it's out of habit. And I'm, and it's also because I'm training someone to do said job. So okay. I don't feel okay with leaving her to the, in the lurch. So yeah. as soon as I feel like she's good with things, I'm going to start making my exit because okay. I'm rocking and rolling in the MFR business and I don't want to stop. So mm-hmm. I love that. Well, when we first met, I think you had multiple side jobs. I had, um, three extra jobs on top of MFR. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> why, why isn't anyone coming from MFR? I'm only yeah, available, isn't available anybody coming? 30 minutes a week, every other Friday. <laughs> Probably because they can feel that I'm absolutely exhausted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were, you were, and that's the thing too. Like when we don't believe our business is going to work out too, like we, we do behaviors that make mm-hmm. it almost impossible for it to work out. Like we get all these other jobs mm-hmm. because we're so worried yeah. about everything. So, okay. I'm so glad you've made it through that. I feel like all of this is just going to make you appreciate everything else that you've like laid the foundation for to reap the benefits of like, you, I mean, it's currently happening. So tell us what your business is like now today. Um, I am all pretty much fully booked. I'm booked out, um, two and a half to three weeks, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of brand new for me. It's only been happening for about a month and a half and it's really I had to have some thought models on that because it really made me, um, feel kind of weird. Yeah. Um, you know, cause I'm you're used not to, used to not struggling, right. Or worrying that, but I'm also not used to like when clients come in for the first time, I'm used to being able, when they say, how often do I need to come? And I say every week, let me get you in next week. I don't now have that ability. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of struggle there with knowing how to deal with that of, okay, well, let me get you set up to do at home care until I can see you in three weeks. So, yep. and being confident that that's okay. And that there's yeah. still going to show up. Yeah. 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 Um, and that's actually, um, it's actually happening and working. And so that's great. Um, yeah. I'm still, I see, I think a max of 18, 18 to 19 people a week, um, mm-hmm. Monday through Thursday. I don't work in my MFR business Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Cause I refuse to work on the weekends. I'm 50 years old and I just refuse. I love it. So, <laughs> um, I keep those dates open for people that are having a healing crisis and they really need to see me or if they want a mini intensive or anything like that, that I kind of keep those times open and only if I'm available. Mm -hmm. love it yeah okay so let's talk numbers what what did you make your first year in business my (laughs) my first year in business was like sixty five hundred dollars okay good that was six months I opened in July of 2021 when people were still a little freaked out about being in other people's space Mm -hmm. um so yeah um and I wasn't I also was offering like 8,000 things on my menu. Like, yep. It was ridiculous. Um, so, <laughs> and I had my calendar open to where you could just pretty much schedule with me any time of the day you wanted to. And that was chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was my first year. So 2022, I made 40,000. 
That's a big jump. That is a big jump. Um, That is a big jump. This year so far, so um, January through today, I've made 35, 375. And just in the last quarter, I've made 19,000 of that. So almost $20,000 of that just in this since April. I love that. It's so good. And it also shows like the, like, this is what I really think coaching does is it helps you to collapse time on how fast you can start to help people, which like also helps you earn more money faster. So, you know, 40,000 in your second, like, or actually your first full year in business is, is great. Like that's Mm -hmm. super good. And, but then to do the actually more than that, the first, not even six months of the year Mm -hmm. is incredible. Right. So that's, how do you feel about that? I love that. And I love that I have like the other thing that coaching gave me was like, why do I have 8,000 options for someone? Like mm-hmm. yeah. that really messes with your schedule. It doesn't give you the freedom of knowing exactly what's happening every day. And some people are okay with that, but I am not okay with that. I have to yeah. know exactly what my day looks like every day. Yeah. Um, cause I'm and you were worried about, about that too, though. Weren't you like, weren't you worried about getting rid of lots of options? Cause I was like, you don't need mm-hmm. like all these appointments, like that's just pick mm-hmm. offer yeah. and stick to it and fig, mm-hmm. you know, figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and that's kind of why I had originally named my business Trinity because I wanted to do um, massage MFR and Reiki. Cause I'm a Reiki mm-hmm. master as oh, well. That's right. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So I had hour appointments, hour and a half appointments for all three of those things and just ugh. all different price points. Yes. It was so, it was vomity. It was nauseating. Um, so yeah, after, I think after our first round of coaching, I got rid of every single bit of that and I only do our services now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I schedule 30 minutes in between each one. So I have time to ground myself, get rid of the energy, eat, pee, all the things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a beautiful, like, it's a beautiful day. I absolutely love it. My max every day is five. Um, and I do really great with that. I love that so much. It's almost like you made decisions about how you wanted your day to go, how many people you wanted to see, and then people just showed up to fill those spots. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing, like, I think we kind of went over this in my last podcast with you is like, I feel like when we are, are being, um, healers or doing a modality that helps people, we get in this subservient. I have to just be, I have to be here anytime anybody wants to be here. And I literally don't get to have any boundaries because I'm trying to help people feel better. Mm -hmm. And I was absolutely living all up in that. So, um, it was hard for me to do those kinds of boundaries, but it's also, it feels so natural and second nature now Mm -hmm. to have those boundaries. And it's so much like, it's just, it's night and day between Mm -hmm. how you run your business and how you feel about your business. And, you know, every day I walk into my office, I just have this wash of, oh, I'm here. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I'm so happy to be here. Right? <laughs> yeah. I've set this up to be exactly how I want it. Nothing's happening yeah. to me. Like I'm happening to this business. Exactly. Yeah. And I think you, you show up in a different boss mentality when you have all of those boundaries and you set them and you actually hold them mm-hmm. and show the respect to yourself of keeping those in place. So, yeah, totally. Well, and I think too, like this, the way that MFR therapists are 
running their businesses after coaching or during coaching is changing the narrative around like having to be available 24 hours a day, having to create all these options, having to have weekend appointments, having to try to figure out what people can afford. And by changing the narrative, it's actually empowering more people to get treatment and to decide Mm -hmm. to pay for it because we're showing up as the leaders of like, this is how you do this. This is how you get better. And we're not hiding Mm because it doesn't do anybody any service to be like, Oh, I, I think I can help you. I'm not sure, but maybe I'll refer you mm-hmm. out. Cause I see that happening too, too. It was like some therapists like are insecure. So then they like their first instinct is to refer their client that found them out to somebody else who has, yeah. you know, more classes under their belt versus like, let's just treat whoever walks in your door. And eventually yeah. like just through treating, you are going to improve your mm-hmm. skill set. Fast. Like, how do you feel about your skill set now that you're seeing 18 people a week over and over and over again? Like, just the amount mm-hmm. of, of clients that you're seeing? Oh, that absolutely helps things. Um, like, cause then I'm, I mean, I'm only one class away from being an expert. Um, and I've, I'm taking all, I've taken a whole lot of extra classes too. Um, mm-hmm. and repeats, um, yep. I'll be a repeater for life. <laughs> That's the other thing too, is like, you really stepped up your like class attendance game, like going mm-hmm. to classes, like, and you've done T for T and skill enhancement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. And you get regular treatment. Yes. I love that so much. Absolutely. I, I, and it's really funny because, you know, a lot of my clients would be like, so you, do you get this done? I'm like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's how much I believe in this. I don't do anything else. I do MFR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I don't do anything else. And so, and you're going back to your original question is like, I feel like I can handle anything that comes in the door. And I have got some, I have some really interesting clients that have some very specific types of things going on in their body. And so it's been really interesting to research and, you know, figure out how can I help them outside of MFR, but also Mm -hmm. knowing that MFR is going to do exactly what they need. So, yeah, that's so fun. I love that so much. Yeah. What do you think? Okay. So you kind of talk, you talked in the beginning, like what you thought coaching was going to be and what the reality was, mm-hmm. was and like how kind of like hard that was for you. But now knowing the difference between what you thought and what was when you came back for coaching, was there anything that surprised you about it that second time around? Um, I think it was mainly more about, wow, I missed this the first time around. Um, like I didn't appreciate the experience and I didn't appreciate what was really going on. And like (laughs) clicking in and actually paying attention and doing the work that I needed to do. Um, Also, and you, you would just grown also as a coach, you know, I mean, you are, you're on fleek now, like you've, (laughs) thanks. You're like, I mean, you're on fleek to begin with, but you're like super fleek. So (laughs) I'm going to get a shirt that says that. Super fleek. (laughs) So, So, I don't know. Like it was, it's different. It's different every time. And I think it's also different every time because of the group of people that are in your coaching too. Mm -hmm. Like, so that kind of can change your, um, your outcome and your experience and the whole thing too. Um, and that's, and you also kind of become a family and you see each other at seminars and it's like, Oh, there you are in person. And so, yeah, you know, those kinds of things are awesome. But, um, yeah, the second time was definitely, 
I was more clicked in and I was more actually paying attention to what I was supposed to be doing and really taking everyone else's experience to heart and that kind of thing. So, um, cause you know, before the first time, like when, when people were talking about their shit, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, that's their stuff. I'm not going to listen to that. Right. And so exactly. like, instead of being like, how can I get coached by exactly what's happening or how can I lock this away for when yeah. this thing happens in my business? So I'll, I can spot it from a mile away. Yeah, exactly. I mean, cause that's as much as of, of an extrovert as I appear to be, I am actually very introverted. And so when I'm in a room full of people, I actually don't speak a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, like I, I think I've been coached once in a group thing. Mm, if that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like so all the time, which is so funny. I know, <laughs> but so like, you know, the second time I was actually like, okay, what is happening with the person that's speaking right now and how can I bring that into myself and how does that apply to my life? Because I am obviously on this call right now to hear this information. So nothing, I don't think anything is chance. So um, I believe that you're supposed to actually pay attention to what's happening to you in that moment. So I really just gave myself the opportunity to really pay attention to that. So I love that. I think it's kind of similar to going to MFR seminars and like repeating Mm -hmm. them. Right. Like I, this, this is me at a seminar. Like the first time I take it, I think I leave my body because it's so much information or I'm so like interested in it. Like I'm like infatuated by it, like the whole class. And like, you have Mm -hmm. a bond, you bond with the people in the class, like the whole experience of it is, you know, different depending on what's going Mm -hmm. on. And then when you repeat it, it's almost like the information is totally brand new or you're hearing it again, but you're hearing it. Like it makes more sense because you've already been introduced to it one time. So I kind of like to think about staying in coaching or repeating coaching is the same idea. Like you're going to, you might hear information again, but you're Mm -hmm. different and it's going to be applied yeah. different because you're different. So you're just going to become more expert at absolutely. Techniques. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of see that too. Like the first round of coaching and, or the first like seminar you take, it's very disassociation and trauma bonding at the same time <laughs> and, try, and try, trying to gather well, up as much information as you can. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I think too, with like having like a time limit, like for yeah. the way that group has been previously run, it was like, let's get this going in 90 days. Like let's consume the content and like get yeah. going. And so there's kind of a pressure behind it to, to get going. And that's, that has worked fine. I mean, and there's so many therapists that are like hitting six mm-hmm. figures, will hit six figures are beyond six figures, you know, like it's mm-hmm. not broken, but that is kind of the whole reason. One of the reasons why I've redesigned the programs now to, mm-hmm for people who have never been for coaching to have kind of a surround care and like to take 12 months instead of 12 weeks to create that, that foundation. And as they're creating it, like really getting to sit in that foundation and see like, okay, do I need to like rework this policy over here? What do I need to think about myself in order to give myself permission to do that? And like really take the time to settle into the changes and get coached if, anything else comes up instead of like, let's bam this out as fast as we can. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be an amazing container 
12 yeah. months. That's going to be an amazing container to be in. Like, yeah. I, I can only imagine what those relationships are going to be like with the people that are in that container and how they're going to come out the other end. I mm-hmm. mean, what a bunch yeah. of lucky ass people. And I'll, I know I'm they're lucky. I and can it's to ro- be there. <laughs> and it's rolling enrollment. So people can just enroll whenever like yeah. they find it instead of having to wait. It's like, don't wait, just yeah. get in. I love that. I love that. I'm excited about it. I'm really excited to see (laughs) what happens because, you know, my goal is to help every MFR therapist Mm -hmm. create six figures, not just like the lucky ones that happen to get to enroll or that found me right on time or whatever. It's like, no, like, let's just, you're an MFR therapist, like get in here and start learning how to talk about MFR from scratch. And if you've been a therapist for 20 years and you're about to burn out, get in here and like, let's solve those problems because nobody needs to be burning out. And you're probably just subscribed to this old paradigm bullshit patriarchy of business that like just doesn't work. It works for a little bit, but doesn't, it ends up well, not I kinda, working out. I kind of see that also as the, and you know, if you're a massage therapist and you're still doing Swedish massage, don't, don't come at me, but I see that as the Swedish massage paradigm of you have to work your absolute ass off because you're only getting to charge $75 an hour and you're doing deep tissue, which absolutely kills your body. And so like, I feel like a lot of MFR therapists, and I know I'm one of them, we're, I'm trying to move the paradigm of at least what we do off of that so that we're more like, you know, I want to be like a chiropractor. Yeah. I want to, we're not a luxury. We are a must. And we are the replacement for your Western medicine, pain yeah. medicine. Doctors. What if you like, what if people started to shift into like, they get MFR, not mm-hmm. out of luxury, but out of necessity and also preventatively. Absolutely. And like we start to prevent like herniated discs. We start to prevent people needing their hips replaced. We start to prevent people needing their knees replaced. Like what is the quality of everybody's life? If that's what they're focused on doing. And I know Mm -hmm. when I'm getting care and I'm guilty of this too, was like waiting for something to go wrong. And then like really trying to get in and get a lot of therapy. But my whole focus for going forward is how can I get a lot of therapy preventatively because, and nothing's wrong. Yeah. And like, how often can, how long can I prevent like the flare that I typically would get in my neck Mm -hmm. or my low back? Absolutely. It's going to be a really fun experiment for me because typically I do it the other Mm -hmm. way. Right. But now I'm thinking about it differently and I want everybody to start thinking about it in that Mm -hmm. way. Prevention, 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 not always like, how can I like back this up and wish I didn't hurt myself? Exactly. And that's like, I mean, cause I don't know if how many people know my story, but like I found MFR because I was a chronic pain sufferer. I had a headache every single day. It didn't come and go. It was literally there for 10 years. Mm. And so I hadn't been getting service for quite a while because my schedule was just kind of crazy and all that kind of that's stuff. Life. And then I felt the headache coming back and it was, at, and it was an absolute, oh shit. Mm. Like it's coming back. And I, I know one, I know what to do about it, but two, Mm -hmm. I haven't given myself maintenance appointments. I haven't given myself regular appointments. Like I haven't been doing my self care, but I also haven't been getting service from the person I get service from. Yeah. Let's, let's get my ass on a table and with somebody. Yeah. So it's, it's very important to continue because even though you aren't in that chronic pain loop every single day, it can come back. Mm-hmm. So maintenance, 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 preventative. Yeah. All that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the same can be said for your business and for coaching. Like maybe you don't 
perceive that you have any problems in your business, but what if you're in a container where it was just preventative and only helped you go faster, only helped you made more money, only helped you feel better, only helped you help your clients more. It's preventative. Like let's prevent the drama that comes up in business, prevent feeling lonely, Mm -hmm. prevent all of those things. Let's face it too. Like the other, one of the other things that I really struggled with when I was um, practicing is that loneliness factor of like, you are, most people are like driving into work to their single practice practitioner Mm -hmm. or, you know, like there's no one else in your area doing what you're doing. Or if they are like, there's few and far between, like maybe you're only getting together for study group or you're only seeing each other at seminars. What if you're seeing 20, 30, 40, 50 other therapists every week on a call and connecting every single week, talking shop and talking out the things that are affecting you in your business. It is the most fun I think I've ever had is like talking shop with other MFR therapists and being like, yeah. Oh yeah, this is not a, it's okay that this is going on. Like you're not alone. Yeah. Cause I mean, even at seminar, you don't get those opportunities because it's, you know, let's, you know, learn the thing and go do the thing and then learn the thing and then go do the thing and learn. <laughs> so you don't really get those kinds of, um, things going on. So, I mean, yeah, it's a beautiful container. And just like I said, in my last podcast, like I will always be back. Mm-hmm. I, there will always be a moment where I need to, I need a Heather, you know? So, um, I don't think I'll ever get out of needing coaching. So, mm-hmm. and I think that's a beautiful thing because we're, you're growing. It sh- you mm-hmm. should always need coaching. Is yeah, what it's I think, not, so. it's not a problem. Cause I do think yeah. too, people think, um, I mean, I come from like, I know it all. <laughs> my brain is amazing but my ego too so yeah I think sometimes we think we know it all or like it's working fine enough or I don't want to be uncomfortable so I'm like gonna not do that and I want people that are in those fields to know like it's totally fine to come anyway and like to to think you know it all and like just be surprised just allow yourself to be surprised Well, that's the other thing. Like you have to put yourself in your client's shoes. They're afraid. They don't know what MFR is. People usually have no idea what you're going to do to them or how it's going to work or the pressure that you're going to use. So be okay with being that uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable and you still want them to come to you and you want to help them and take care of them. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. You need someone to do that for you. Yeah. And it's mainly about your brain. Let's let, let's bring your brain and put it on the table and yeah. <laughs> and let's the MFR coach. our clients about cross hand releases and like, let's start yeah. really selling results. And if that seems confusing, like come and figure yeah. out how to talk about it in that way. Mm-hmm. I wanted to really emphasize the good work that you're doing on Instagram and like social media in the language that you're using in your posts. Like I've seen people copying you, which is like always makes me chuckle, but it's very informative and helpful. And those are the things that are going to sell MFR. It's not the price. It's not the time on the table. It's the results and like the true encompassing of like what people get when they get a lot of MFR, not just like one or two treatments and they're like, oh, this isn't for me. Like that's not even enough time to decide mm-hmm. if something's for you or not. This is yeah, not think, sampling. <laughs> yeah. I think I have, I think I have a unique perspective because I was a patient for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I had chronic pain. I had, I walked in and said, how many sessions am I going to have to have before I feel better? Yeah. You know, so I, I absolutely understand that, get it. And 
I try to live it on the other side now Mm -hmm. as I'm trying to educate people. And so, yeah, I get people at seminar walking up and say, you're the Trinity mile fashion girl. I'm like, yes, that's (laughs) me. That's me. It's hard. It's hard to recognize me with my hair. Yeah. Um, You're pretty basic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a basic bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's fun. Um, it's, it's fun. Yeah. And I always get people, um, you know, walking up to me at seminars, even when I don't have your shirt on and they're like, you've coached with Heather. And I'm like, yes, I have. And so they always ask me, is it worth the money? (laughs) And you're like, I mean, I say every red penny. Every red penny, it's worth it. That's amazing. I love it so much. Well, thanks. Thanks for advertising for me. It's working out beautifully. I do what I can. I do what I can. We all need it. You're hilarious. What do you think is your biggest win or the biggest change you've made since coaching? Being secure in my abilities. Um, I would agree. Yeah. Being secure and knowing what I know what I'm doing Mm -hmm. has been huge. And I mean, you don't go over technique with us. You don't do any of that, but it's all in my mind. It's all in my mind of, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And even if I've had MFR one, I still know what I'm doing. So, um, it's just having that security and being able to walk in. My main thing is also just being able to walk in as the boss and the expert because yeah. some clients can really make you feel like you're not the expert. <laughs> so yeah. being well, able based to, on the thoughts you're having about them, right. It's like not even necessarily anything they're doing. Yes. Yeah. And so no matter what comes out of their mouth and I, I still fall into it. I do have one a, a client here and there that will say, say words. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> but I mean, that's just, that's just part of dealing well, with human beings. Yeah. Well, and also like when you grow your business and you become fully booked and you are the CEO and the boss of your business, when things Mm -hmm. like that arise, like you actually have a really, you have a decision that you get to make. Like Mm -hmm. this client is a no, or this client is one I will coach myself on. And you have that ability even before you're fully booked. Like I want to just offer that to everybody that's watching us or listening to us. Like you have that ability before you're fully booked too, but I think you're less likely to act on it out of scarcity. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you don't have to see anyone you don't want to see, but also, is it just your thoughts about them or something about yourself that's keeping you from fully being being able to show up for them? Absolutely. And it's part of like, you know, you do the whole, what went well and what went wrong. Um, and I'm, I swear to God, I do that after every single appointment, even if there's someone who's been seeing me for almost a year, mm-hmm. when they walk out the door, I'm like, okay, what went, what went right and what went wrong in that appointment? Mm-hmm. And so I try to make notes and try to make mental notes or written notes of what I, what I am not happy with how, you know, I'm not going to say I did anything wrong, but mm-hmm. like, what if, could I, and you would do differently next time. Absolutely. What could yeah. I, what would I do differently? Um, and then I carry that into their next appointment or even into the next appointment that I have with somebody that I don't know. Yeah. So that is like a million dollar winning strategy. And the part where you're doing that after every client, like, I just have to commend you for doing that because the information you learn about yourself really helps you to talk to that next client differently. If whatever you said to the first, that first one before them didn't land. 
It's like, no, no, I think really it almost kind of, it also helps you to clear the air so that you're not taking all that bullshit from that appointment that you feel like might not have gone the way you wanted it to mm-hmm. and not bringing it into the next appointment with the next person. So, yeah. Cause you just like evaluated it. It, it cleans everything up and then mm-hmm. you can, if you're having any drama, any drama thoughts about it, and then you can work through those if you need to, but usually in an evaluation, it will reveal one or two thoughts that you're having that you get to just be like, okay, that's ridiculous. Like moving forward, this is what I'll do. Cause usually yeah. what it is, right? Like we have thoughts, like our clients don't like us or our clients don't want what we have, or worse, we have thoughts about our clients that our clients like are stupid or they don't just, they just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And those can seem like the truth, but they're just the thoughts we have about them. And it's not true. I like, I really like to practice believing and I'm just going to let people borrow these thoughts from me, but like our clients are resourceful. (laughs) They're smart. They, they know what they want. Like they, they were smart enough to get themselves here. So we're going to take it from here. They got themselves here. It is my job to take them from here to get them to their result. And like, I'm not going to just give up. Exactly. And I think that would be another thing that I've taken from this is not being sorry for how much I charge. And I'm not sorry for, I don't make excuses for the client anymore uh, when they can't pay for it or yeah, how they're going to pay for it. Yeah. Right. So I'm very secure. And when somebody asks me how much I charge, I have no problem telling them what it is. And I don't follow it up with any of the other shit that I used to follow it up with. Yeah. And, and so look at how and, many people are opting in. <clears throat> yeah. And I have a couple of clients and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to have to move some things around in my life to be able to afford you. And mm-hmm. I'm not sorry for that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Go for it. Like, it yeah. It. If you want authentic healing, then here we are. You know, I think so too that like, you've also done the same thing. Like you had to get really mm-hmm. resourceful to come to coaching the first time. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, what it's, what the transformation of that is like when you get resourceful and you know, like it's available, like Mm -hmm. if you can do it at that point where you were like, your clients can do it too. Yeah. And that also, but I mean, it's, I had to get resourceful going to MFR when I first started out, I had no idea. Like I'd only had massages at that point. And so back then my person charged $130 an hour. And this was almost, I don't know how many years ago. And I, my mouth fell open when she said, but then I was like, but I'm in chronic pain. Like, so take my money. I will find a way I will figure out how to pay for you because I really like, that's the thing. Like if you get on the table and you can't tell how groundbreaking and how moving MFR is like you, you need to come more into your body because (laughs) and you need a lot more MFR. That's it. Like, yeah, that's all. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I, I let myself get out of the, it's not my problem when you can't pay for me, because I know that you can, if you really want to, and I, and when you need it, so you'll find a way. Yeah. I always think back to me, like when I had no money, you know, like when you're really young and like you're yeah. whatever, you've got like a minimum wage job or whatever, but you still always manage to pay for the things that you want to do. Exactly. Yeah. And that's half the problem is like all these people feel like it's, you know, when they come through chronic pain, they've been told from the Western world that it's, you know, oh, here, let me take your copay and let me give you these pills and they're going to fix you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they never do rarely, rarely do. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, and that's another part of them taking radical responsibility for their own part in healing. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And we just need to offer to them that that's an option. Like yeah. we don't have to force anyone to do anything. It's not about forcing. It's just about like constantly mm-hmm. offering it and being like, this is available for you. And I'm going to believe ahead of time enough, not only for your results, but for the fact that I can help you get those, like until you, until mm-hmm. you're bought into it's mine. Yeah. I mean, I do that for all my coaching clients that like come and they're like, so show me how to make a hundred thousand dollars go. That was me. Yeah. I'm like, like, eventually you'll get there. Like it's inevitable that you will get there if you do the work, you know, and like, and you could get there even not doing it or like taking a long time, but like, that's Mm -hmm. fine too. Like the time component is, I mean, it's great to collapse time, but like, if you don't want to like go slow, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it takes a little bit of time for you to get to the water and take a drink. So that is what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you being here. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Um, only that if you're thinking about coaching with Heather, do it. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, everybody. <laughs> I said so. So um, do it. <laughs> Donna said she's the boss. Awesome. Well, yes. thanks so much for being here. Everybody, thanks for tuning in for another episode for either watching us on the replay of this or listening to us on the podcast. I'll be back with another episode soon. We'll see you all then. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. My mission is to help every MFR therapist become a part of the movement where no MFR therapists ever under earn or burn out. Join my 12 month coaching program. You'll spend the first 90 days setting up your foundation to create your six figure business. Then you'll go to work and uncover exactly what's holding you back from the business that you want and desire. Get support while you raise your rates, set your policies, and learn how to talk about MFR and how to sell MFR in service of your clients. Learn exactly how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've had your business for years. This program is open to all MFR therapists who want to create what is possible when you stop playing small and start showing up in your full power as the John Barnes trained MFR therapist you are. Put your magic to work in the world and help more people get out of pain and back to active lifestyles. I'll help you do it. Go to www.themfrcoach.com backslash coaching and sign up right now.